York Red Bulls against Chicago Fire. It was a great match. The final score was 3-3. It was very exciting to see Sarah and Shakiti play in the United States for my first time ever seeing a Champions League winner play live. Shakiri was definitely the best player in the game. He was the creator who, I gotta say, Chicago Fire had the best creativity because of Sarah and Shakiri. And there were many Albanians in the Red Bull Stadium. Shakiri's were Albanian. And there are many flags. So he had a lot of support in the stadium, even though um, locally uh, supporting New York Red Bulls. And I was really excited to see Shakiri play. New York Red Bulls against Chicago Fire. It was a great game to watch. And after the game, I even got to high-five Shakiri. I'm not going to wash my hand after that. But it was really fun. Got to high-five a Champions League winner, a Premier League winner, Bundesliga winner, Club World Cup winner. Players played at top level in Europe. He played Liverpool, Bayern Munich, Inter Milan. And he's one of MLS's biggest players right now. MLS is just going to grow now. Like Shaquille, Douglas Costa, Insigne are going to be in the MLS. And it's just going to be fun to watch them play here. New York Red Bulls still haven't lost a game this season. So they're doing really good right now. They're tied in second place with other teams. New York Red Bulls are tied in second place with rivals NYCFC, Montreal, and Orlando City with 20 points. Philadelphia in first place with one extra point, 21 points in the Eastern Conference. I have the first goal on camera. Lewis Morgan scored a penalty. In the 20th minute. And like I said, Shakiri was definitely the best player. He he created a goal with a great corner kick, and Almsberg was able to head the ball in. And then Shakiri hit the post from a free kick, and he scored in the 89th minute to be winning 3-2. But that didn't go well later on because in the 90th plus first minute, the New York Red Bulls were able to get their third goal to tie the game, and Klamala was the goal scorer. Cameron Harper got his first goal of the season, and it was a bad mistake by Chicago Fire's goalkeeper, Lonina, who had the ball in the middle, but he let it slip through his hands. Here is the video when I got to high five Shakiri. I really wanted his signature, but there were too many people he had to get to. I only have a video of him because when I got to high five him, that exact moment was, didn't get to be caught on camera. Shakiri was very nice to go around the whole Red Bull arena, even for the fans who were cheering for Red Bulls and who weren't even supporting him. But obviously the fans want to see the best player on the pitch, a player who got to play in Europe for top-tier teams, and he played for teams who won trophies in Europe. Actually, the first time I've been to Red Bull Arena because I'm more into European football. I've been to Stadio San Paolo, or now it's called Stadio Diego Armando Maradona Naples. And I've also been to Emirates Stadium, which is Arsenal Stadium in London. 
So I've been to those two European stadiums, but I've never got the chance to go to an MLS stadium. And maybe I should go more often because I live here in the States. Here are some more clips of the game. that they really watered the field at halftime and before the game, obviously. But at halftime, they really watered it, so all the players were slipping and sliding. Even the referee fell. I think New York Red Bulls will finish on a high note this season, not just because I locally support them, but because of the way they're playing and because they already have 20 points. But the difference isn't that much between the other teams because the season has just started. There have been rumors that Eric Tenag wants to sign Nunez from Benfica. Nunez is only 22 years old and in Primera Liga he's already scored 22 goals this season. He scored 26 goals this season and he's the future of Uruguay. He is an outstanding player. I mean 26 goals in 26 games in the Portuguese league in six goals in 10 games in the UEFA Champions League, two goals in the Taca de Liga. He doesn't even play for a big team. He doesn't even play in the top five leagues. He's in the Portuguese League. So Pogba is set to leave Manchester United this year. So United have to find a replacement for him. And I think they should try signing a defender because Harry Maguire has been doing really bad this season and their defense needs a lot of improvement. Another transfer rumor is that Mbappe will stay with PSG. Now this is getting crazy because Mbappe was offered a 50 million contract per year and even better for him, a 100 million signing bonus and an option for an additional year. Besides that, this is where it gets really crazy. PSG really want him that an additional offer was that was for Mbappe to be the head of the PSG sporting project. To me, that is crazy because he can pick out whichever managers he wants, players he wants. When he has a manager, he has more power than the manager that even puts him in a game that chooses who they're going to buy for the next season. Which I think is just like absolutely crazy. I mean, the manager should be the one who makes the decisions for the team. But instead, Mbappe might be selfish and just play himself in by his friends, you know. And it'd be crazy for him to be able to decide things like that. I'm not even sure if this is true or if it's just a lie. And then he can just sell the manager that had control of him if he wants. So that is just absolutely crazy. PSG are really going out for Mbappe.
But then Real Madrid were the ones who really wanted but Mbappe at first we all thought Mbappe was going to join Real Madrid because it's his childhood dream to join Real Madrid and to play for the same team that Ronaldo has played for in his prime. Honestly, maybe PSG should just buy a different player. I mean, going over the moon just to buy Kylian Mbappe. I mean, not just to buy because he's an incredible player, but are you seriously going to let him pick the managers and players that he wants? I think that's just crazy. I think the managers should be able to pick the players and the team should also just be able to decide themselves. Both Real Madrid's transfer targets might not happen. They wanted to buy Haaland, but Manchester City bought him. Haaland is a Manchester City fan himself, and Mbappe is probably going to stay with PSG for the next couple of seasons because of this contract offer. And he does like the PSG family, best friend with Hakimi, and, you know, he has nice teammates there. More on transfers. Do you think Ronaldo should leave Manchester United? Next year will be the first time Cristiano Ronaldo does not play in the Champions League after 20 years. He's been in the Champions League for 20 years straight, and he's won the UCL five times. Will he leave Manchester United? Manchester United are set to play in the Europa League next year, which I think is really bad. They shouldn't be playing Europa League football. I mean, it's Manchester United, the team with the greatest history, I would say, in the world. And they're going to play Europa League instead of Champions League. Last year, they placed second in the Premier League. It looked comfortable for them to be in the Champions League. But this year, they're going to be in Europa League. This is the team's worst finish in the Premier League ever. It's just horrible to see, like I've been saying, Manchester United play this bad. In They've never played this bad. It's just horrible to see them play so bad, a team with top quality players. Like I can say, like in goal, they have De Gea, who is one of the Premier League's best goalkeepers. And then in the back, they're not so strong. But they have players like Luke Shaw, Rafael Varane. And then in midfield, they have Bruno Fernandes, who's a bit overrated right now. But last year and the year before, he's proven that he's a great midfielder. And then up top, they have Cristiano Ronaldo, Rashford, Jadon Sancho. They've been spending so much money, but still they're playing in Europa League. It is also a time of season right now where players are leaving their clubs after a long time with them. Insigne just had an emotional last home game with Napoli. He got a lot of rewards that game against Genoa. He even scored on his last game at Stadio Diego Armando Maradona. Dybala played his last home game with Juventus. He sat on the pitch after the game, after all the fans left, just in his Juventus shirt and without any shoes on. Hector Bellerin also got very emotional after playing his final Real Betis game before returning to Arsenal. That was kind of weird, honestly. After just a year with Real Betis, maybe it's because he's Spanish and he likes playing in Spain, but I don't know, it was just one year. But I guess he doesn't want to join Arsenal. Although he did win a trophy, he won the Copa del Rey. 
the team with the most money in the world, Newcastle United. I haven't been seeing so much transfer news about them lately, except that they want to sign Napoli star Victor Olsimen. Today, he was just awarded with the best U23 player in Serie A of this season. But they want to sign him for big money, maybe 80, 90 million for the Nigerian striker. He was out for a while because of an injury where he broke his cheekbone against, I think, I believe it was Skriniar who injured him. They went into a collision with head to cheek and he was out for a while. He returned and he's the best U23 player in Serie I was actually kind of surprised that he earned that award because there's Dusan Blahovic who has scored much more than him this season and has been doing much better. Maybe it's games to goals ratio, but still I think Dusan Blahovic maybe deserved the deserved the award a bit more than Victor. But I'm so proud for Victor Olsiman because he plays for Napoli. I remember I think it was last year where every day there would be new crazy rumors about Newcastle signing someone. One day it was Garrett Bale, the next day it was Ronaldo, the next day it was like Tony Cruz. So it was just crazy how every day a while ago there was a new Newcastle rumor of getting players. I'm not a big fan of how money is ruling football. I liked what Eintracht Frankfurt's manager said. He said to win the Europa League, instead of using money, what he did was to build an amazing squad with what he had. And I really like that because Eintracht Frankfurt don't have the best and most known players that anyone who's such a big star, but he was still able to win the Europa League with what he had and being able to build an amazing team with those players. Who would really want to play for Newcastle unless if they only care about the money? Because Newcastle right now isn't a top team. They have nice history with Alan Shearer, but I think it's just all about the money. I mean, the players that they've signed, like they've signed Trippier, he's a good player. I mean, he plays for the English national team. That's good. Also, just now there have been reports that Di Maria is set to leave PSG. Di Maria is leaving PSG after eight years with the club. Nowadays, the sport just revolves all around money. Not like I was just all about what the owner has. Many finals have already happened, like the Coppa Italia final and Coppa del Rey final. So I'm not gonna be talking about those, but the FA Cup final is more recent. It was a couple of days ago. Chelsea against Liverpool, same teams in the final as the Carabao Cup final. And they went to penalties again. And Liverpool won on penalties again. Liverpool won 6-5. Simikas sealed the win for Liverpool. Caesar Aspi missed a penalty. He hit the post. And Sadio Mane missed his penalty. So they were 4-4 on penalties. And then they took an extra two each. Because Chelsea scored their penalty. And Liverpool scored their extra penalty. Then Mason Mount missed Chelsea's seventh penalty. And Simikas sealed the win for Liverpool. It was a very good and even match. Both Liverpool and Chelsea deserved to win, honestly. I mean, they tied for 120 minutes, just like in the Carabao Cup final. So they're pretty even teams. 
if both times they had to go to penalties. Now I'm going to talk about the Europa League final and the other European finals. So the Europa League final already happened. Frankfurt beat Rangers on penalties. Another final that went to penalties. Nowadays, a lot of these finals go to penalties. And Frankfurt beat Rangers 5-4. Both Frankfurt and Rangers weren't expected to make it to the final of the Europa League. These Rangers is a second-place Scottish team right now. Last year, they won the Scottish Premiership, but right now, they're second-place. And in Scotland, Scotland isn't the biggest country for football. And then there is Frankfurt, who is 11th place in the Bundesliga. They are deserving to be in the final, though. Frankfurt didn't even lose one game in the Europa League campaign this year. So they were definitely deserving to be in the final. Rangers had to beat RB Leipzig, who I thought was going to be in the final. And Frankfurt had to beat Barcelona, who I thought was in the final. I mean, Barcelona is probably the toughest team to beat in the Europa League this season. And Frankfurt were able to beat them 3-2. They had a 3-0 lead, but then Barcelona scored two late goals. And the fans also have been very incredible and they've been very happy to be in the final you saw the pitch invasion where the frankfurt fans went on the pitch rangers goalkeeper mcgregor has had an excellent season in the europa league he's been making all these incredible saves and aaron ramsey missed his penalty kevin trapp saved it kevin trapp has also had a great season in the europa league this year I already have a preview for the UEFA Champions League final. Here's the video. So I've already made a video for, for the Champions League final preview. It'll be up here. And the last European final is the UEFA Europa Conference League. To me, the this Conference League isn't that big because it hasn't even been around for that long. And it's a third tire for uh, the European leagues. And I think it's just a waste of time and like they're just handing out silverware now. I mean, does Roma or Feyenoord really deserve to win some of this uh, silverware? Maybe it should be like, instead of this conference league, maybe it should be like the runners-up of the Champions League win something. Because the runners-up of the Champions League is really better than uh, Roma versus Feyenoord or one of the either Walmart or Feyenoord. So to me, it, I don't even think it should really exist. I mean, it's just like a bunch of lower teams playing each other to win a medal for something that doesn't really, for beating other low teams. Maybe it is good though for lower teams in lower countries to be able to win medals. Like, like the Netherlands hasn't been winning any European competitions recently, so this is their chance to. And also, Italy hasn't done anything good either recently yet. But those are countries that are better. Maybe they can do something like this. All the lower countries like Poland, Ukraine, Switzerland, because also those countries still have to develop in soccer. So it would maybe be good to only have smaller countries doing the Conference League. But Roma and Feyenoord are in the final. 
I see Roma winning the final of this competition just because they're just because they have a stronger team within players. Anything can happen. Anything can happen really. They have a better manager, players, and they can pull off. And they can pull this off. Feyenoord's players aren't as known as the Roma squad, and and Roma has to play more difficult teams in Serie. That's why they're not as high in Serie as Feyenoord are in the Dutch league. So in the Eret device, so. Roma, for example, Roma has to play teams like Inter, Milan, Napoli, more even Juventus, Lazio, their rivals. But you don't have to only play teams like PSV and Ajax who are at top level. Maybe they're going to make a fourth and fifth division in Europe where the teams who are fighting for relegation also have to get tired out playing <laughs> another league. That actually be kind of funny having these teams who, like mid table and fighting for relegation, trying to win a European trophy. Moving to the next topic, Jurgen Klopp's season has been great, and do you think Liverpool can win the quadruple? I mean, it's still possible right now. Only if something happens with City, where they lose or tie, and Liverpool win then Liverpool can win the quadruple. But but as of now, Liverpool are second place in the Premier League, and it's going to be on the final day where the winner will be announced. The quadruple hopes are still alive. Jurgen Klopp, just, Jurgen Klopp recently signed a new contract with Liverpool where he's going to, where he's going to be Liverpool's manager until 2026. Liverpool fans right now are really excited. Um, the Champions League finals coming up, where they're one, where I favorite them to win the Champions League. I'm gonna do my prediction of the final because things have changed, and now Liverpool and Real Madrid are both doing incredibly well. But my winner has not changed. I think Liverpool will beat Real Madrid in the final of the Champions League. Maybe like 2-1, 3-1. I think Real Madrid will definitely get a goal, but I'd say Liverpool's going to beat them. Liverpool have been doing extremely well. They're in second place in the Premier League by one point. Even though Real Madrid just won the La Liga title, I am still putting Liverpool. I think this is Liverpool's revenge moment against Real Madrid. And I think Liverpool deserve to win the Champions League this season. I'm not saying this is definite, but because Real Madrid have an amazing team too. Look at their squad. Benzema, Vinicius Jr., Modric in midfield. And then they even have Courtois in goal. So I also think that Real Madrid has a great chance of winning too. I'm so excited for this game. And definitely after this game... I'm going to upload a video talking about it. I really see Real Madrid playing Liverpool in the final once again, like we saw in the 2017-18 to Champions League campaign. 
And I think Real Madrid will lose to Liverpool. And they're hoping to win the quadruple, which is the Premier League Carabao Cup that they've already won and the FA Cup where they, that they have already won. But the Champions League and Premier League are the last two that they want to complete. Klopp has already won it all with Liverpool, but he wants to win even more silverware. Thank you to all my subscribers and followers. And remember to subscribe if you haven't already. If you want to watch more content and learn more about the sport. There's still so much more that this Liverpool side can accomplish. And they can win so much more in the following years. Pep Guardiola also has a great season. They're set to win the Premier League if they win their next game. Their last game of this season, which is going to be super fun to watch and lift the trophy or Liverpool will lift the trophy. But all Pep Guardiola has to do is win his last game. And if he fails and Liverpool wins their game, Manchester City blow a 10-point lead. Because I remember at mid-season, Manchester City had a 10-point lead over Liverpool. And Liverpool were like third place. Now, Liverpool might win the Premier League. Still Pep, still Pep Guardiola's Manchester City hasn't won the Champions League yet. He's still trying to. He just signed Erling Haaland, which will be a great impact on his side. Erling Haaland scored. And Manchester City have signed Erling Haaland. He has the best minutes per goal ratio. The Champions League, and he's been scoring so many goals for Borussia Dortmund. At first, Borussia Dortmund bought Holland for only 27 million, which we thought was a bargain, but now he's even better. And Manchester City bought him for only around 70 million, and that's an even bigger bargain because his talent is worth around 150 million, but Manchester City bought him for 70 million. He's going to be the difference maker at Manchester City and he's going to help them win the Champions League that they've been trying to win. So he's the guy that they bought so they can try to win the Champions League next season because Manchester City always falls short in the Champions League. It's as if that it's as if they're allergic to it. Even though they're the team with the most talent in the world, the team who spends the most money in the world, team with some of the biggest money in the world, and they still haven't won the Champions League underneath Pep Guardiola with players like Ederson in goal. In the back, they have Ruben Diaz. In midfield, they have the one and only De Bruyne, and now they're gonna have Holland. But they did have players like Phil Foden in the front, Aguero in the front, and still haven't won the Champions League, even though they've been able to win the Premier League, and they're probably they're probably going to win it again. But do Manchester City really need Erling Haaland to win the Champions League for them? Because they already have an incredible attack. I understand actually that they don't have a striker, but they play Falso Nueva with an amazing team, which I think they don't even need Erling Haaland. Not having Erling Haaland can't be an excuse 
for falling short every year because of all the other quality players they have. Lost against Real Madrid with a game where they had the win, but Rodrigo scored two last-minute goals in order to go to extra time, and then Benzema scored a penalty. They shouldn't have been able to let two goals in the last minute slip. They're winning in aggregate by two goals, and they should have been able to go to the finals. Real Madrid won the game, and it was very crazy because no one would expect Real Madrid to win the game in the last minute like that. Real Madrid fans are already turning off their TVs, turning off their TVs much earlier than that last minute, than the two last minute goals. More in the Premier League, Eric Tenag is set to join Manchester United next season, but will he be one of Premier League's best managers next season? Because we've seen him win the era divisor with Ajax, and we've seen him go to the semifinals with Ajax in the Champions League. It was an amazing run, but Tottenham got very lucky and they were able to score three goals. And Lucas Mora scored a hat trick. He was the one who scored all those three goals. And late goals, but were Ajax. But I think Ajax deserved to play in the final. It would be a better game against Liverpool for the fans to watch. Would he be able to bring Manchester United up? And would he be compared to Pep Guardiola and Jurgen Klopp? I was comparing Pep Guardiola and Jurgen Klopp, but I'm not sure if Eric Ten Hag will be in that conversation.